Welcome to the True Elegance Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bumia Kikube, also known as Dr. B. Through solo episodes and guest sessions, we delve into the timeless qualities of style, grace, and sophistication and uncover what makes you truly elegant. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on this empowering journey of becoming truly elegant. Hello, Elegant Tribe. Welcome to another episode of the True Elegance Podcast. So glad to have you on again today. And with me today, I have an amazing guest who is the founder of Vibrant Living International, a nonprofit organization where she helps bring accelerated transformation to people across the world. Her passion is to help you reach your full potential and she has been speaking and coaching for over 25 years. Donna also produces a podcast, which is called You Were Designed for Greatness, and has written four books. <laughs> Most of her clients say she has a knack for turning fear into excitement and exposing lies so the truth can shine through. Welcome with me, Donna Tashjen. Welcome, Donna. Thank you. It is a pleasure to be here today. Awesome. So on the True Elegance podcast, like we were discussing during the pre-chat, we talk about the elements of life that make us more beautiful as women in becoming a better version of ourselves from the inside out. So I'd like us to kick it off today by talking about what elegance means to you and how we can incorporate true elegance into our very being. I love the name true elegance. And when I first came across your podcast, the, the phrase that came across to me was elegant grace. And if you understand grace is a very big word and mixing elegance with it just seemed to fit um, with what I saw about your podcast and what I read about it and heard. Um, to me, grace is that inner strength. It is handling situations with ease, um, not stressed and freaking out. That's the opposite. <laughs> uh, so to me, it was that, that inner fortitude, the, the strength that allows us to do all the amazing things that we have to do every day, all of the tasks, all of the things that we're involved in, um, and do it with grace, elegant grace. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I love the word grace because, you know, like you said, elegance just connotes grace, you know, that graceful feel, which goes Mm -hmm. beyond just swaying from side to side. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> but grace in words, grace in character, grace even to ourselves, you know, extending that grace to ourselves on a daily basis, right? Yes, absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful. Have you um had any experience in life which has <laughs> maybe guided you on this path of extending more grace to yourself? <laughs> Uh, a few. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I also just before I share that story, the other thing that it, it brings up for me is, um, 
I um, am strong in my faith. And, and as, as I call myself a daughter of the King, elegant grace also has a Royal feeling to it. And royalty doesn't mean we walk around in, you know, the full long dresses and, you know, gowns and all of that. It's that feeling that um, knowing who we are and whose we are. And when you know that and things go wrong, you handle it differently than if you feel like you're all alone, Um, which leads me into my story. (laughs) So that's all that I got from just your title. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> so uh, to go back um, where the um, where I begin to learn how to walk in elegant grace, um, fell down, tripped over my heels, kind of a thing, but begin to learn. Started when I was 15 years old. I became a mother, and. At, uh, when I was 14, it was, it happened, the incident happened. It wasn't a consensual situation. And, and I find myself, you know, thinking I should be going to high school dances and football games and I'm about to give birth. And I grew up in a religious family. Um, and there was a lot of shame and hiding and you can, can you imagine the, anger and the bitterness and the fear and the oh my god right kind of moments um and having what brought carried me through was i did have a relationship with god beautiful um because there was a lot of words that were forecasted for my future that were not optimistic wow. um and statistics will show that if you a teenage mom there is not a high probability of success in those kind of situations um and i like to prove people wrong <laughs> <laughs> i love that yes oh uh, so you know so that is where things began for me to really the rubber is hitting the road. You have mm-hmm. to learn how to, to uh, rise above and overcome and to find that inner fortitude to um, be, I was looking at some of my pictures of myself at that age. And I'm like, I wished I knew how beautiful I was. <laughs> I didn't, Wow. you know, I, I didn't, I always felt not good enough. Mm-hmm. Anybody listening ever feel like that? You know, it's just that feeling that somehow I'm just not good enough. Mm. If I was going to talk about me, I'm damaged. Nobody will ever love me now. Um, Not true, by the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that is where learning how to overcome came and going forward. So any thoughts or questions before I keep going? Wow. Thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that moment because I can just imagine how overwhelming it would have been. And, you know, like, you know, at this time you're talking about it in retrospect, and I'm sure it took a while to be able to grow from that stage to where you are today, where you can 
really talk about it, you know, but I'm just wondering, like at that point in time with all those thoughts going through your mind mm -hmm. and um, the experience you were having, what, what was the support system like for you? And how did you find the grace to be able to go through that situation? Um, I lived in my parents' home um, and they, they provided a space and everything for me and the baby, which I had a little girl. Um, and, uh, and I finished high school before I was 17. Okay. I would have been a freshman when I was 15. So in two years, I finished four years of high school. Wow. Um, and by the time I was, uh, 18, I was working full-time and I had my own place. Wow. Uh, so the, um, I had a place to live and I was safe and had food and those kind okay. of things, the emotional support, um, no one knew how to give that. Hmm. No, you know, it, it wasn't that it was withheld. It was not, there was not, it was not known how okay. to provide it. Everybody in my parents were going through their own, this happened to their daughter. You know, it's like, they're going through their own stuff too. Right. So, um, looking back mm -hmm. retrospect, I can see that clearly clearer now. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was to, I tried to find adjectives to describe and all I can say is it, it was really hard. Wow. How do you just, it's like, I don't know how to describe it, but I was working full time. I got a sitter for my daughter during okay. normal working hours okay. and paid my, paid my sitter and had an apartment and food. And, um, it was, it was really tight, wow. um, to try to figure out no support from the state, nothing. I wasn't eligible. I made $1 too much oh my to goodness. be eligible for assistance. $1. They told, they told me if I stayed home and did nothing, they would, they would take care of everything. Oh. And I couldn't, it wasn't who I was. Okay. So shortly thereafter, I've been taking college courses, one, one class a semester. So two nights a week, um, I worked full-time, went two nights a week to school and still raising my daughter wow. all by myself. So That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Wow. My inner fortitude and strength came from my relationship with God. And I'm just hard headed, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sometimes it's good to be hard headed. <laughs> I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't give up. Wow. Um, I met my husband when my daughter was three. Okay. And um, then we, we married three years later. Wow. So we dated for a little while. Um, and we married and he adopted her and then we had two more children. Wow. That is so beautiful. But how did you get through four years of college in two years? I, that was high school that okay, I did. Sorry, high school. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. High school. <laughs> and, um, uh, I, it was, it was in that you would liken it to homeschooling today. Okay. But this was prior to the internet. So we're going back a little ways and they mailed me my books and my assignments and my test. Okay. And I did the work and mailed my homework and my test through the mail back. They wow. graded it and mailed it back. 
Um, and I, and being homeschooled, I could go to school as, you know, do work as much as I wanted. So that's wow. how I did it. I knew I had to get done. I had to get done. I had to get a job. Yeah. Um, I had to move forward and not, um, so that's what I did. Wow. That is so impressive. <laughs> I'm sure for the audience hearing this today, you know, hearing that is really impressive because it takes a lot of focus and determination to be able to move forward with that despite the circumstances. And still having an infant. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I just look back to days of having an infant and it's it's a lot. It's a lot yes. to be able to combine that. But yes. you did pull through. Thank you for sharing that. And I know one thing you also do speak about is living life by design. I'm sure it comes from this experience as well. Mm -hmm. You know, how despite the maybe hardships or disappointments we might have had in life, we can still choose to look up and move forward through life. How did that evolve for you and come about? Understanding all the concept of life by design, I always understood the concept that I got to choose who I was going to behave or how I was going to react to different circumstances, but realizing that there are ways to um, work in partnership with God to create a life that you would love and not feel like you're just being buffered by, oh my God, another circumstance, another thing happening, what else is going to go wrong kind of a feeling and learn how to partnership. And in my coaching program and workshop that's entitled Similar, I teach about six gifts that we possess that we're probably not aware. And if we're aware, we're probably not using them correctly that can co-partner and create a life that we would love so that we don't feel so bar buffered by, and things just seem to go easier. Hmm. And um, that is something that has taken quite a few years to pull it together. So it's teachable. Right. Does that make sense? It's like you can, it's like, how did I do it? And how right. have I learned all of this and begin to be teachable? But one example of one of the gifts is imagination. Everybody knows we have an imagination. Okay. And when we're a child, we can be anything yes. from moment to moment. You know, we're <laughs> astronauts and we're princesses and we're knights and we're whatever. We can be on anything. And in the moment you feel it and you are, I have a, I have a three-year-old um, grandson that lives in my house and he comes up the stairs. I'm, and he's got a Spider-Man out, I'm Spider-Man <laughs> and he's Spider-Man for the moment. And he goes, watch me run. And he's shooting his, you know, his web and all this stuff. <laughs> and that, and that's imagination in its purest form. But we get into school, quit daydreaming. Hmm. you know, and it begins to be, you need to be practical, right? You need to, you know, don't, don't do what you, you have to do what, what you, what any, you know, what society tells you, this is a good job. This hmm. is what you should do. You need to be an accountant and you're an artist, <laughs> you know, those kind of things and all right. of those kind of things. And so we just keep being told, this is the mold you have to be in. And then we begin to use as adults, imagination is all about fear. 
We're imagining what could go wrong. If you have children, you have imagined what can go wrong. <laughs> Too many things. <laughs> Too many possibilities of danger. Oh, no. And you're trying to protect them from them all. And so then we do that with our life. And we end up using imagination, actually sometimes attracting the things that we fear. Wow. And so learning how to turn imagination around, because it's a gift. Right. It was a gift to be creative, mm -hmm. to imagine what you want in your life, not what you, what you don't want. And we use it to hurt ourselves. We panic that, I mean, we scare the bejeebies out of ourselves wow. <laughs> with our, with our imagination. And there is five others. And that's just one example. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Wow. The power of imagination and you know, dreaming big, like you said, when you think of kids, they can imagine that they can be mm -hmm. and do anything. But somewhere along the line, we start second guessing ourselves and doubting our abilities. And I think sometimes it also comes from maybe when we have setbacks in life. Um, but, you know, like you said, God has given us that gift to be able to use it. And so many verses in the scripture talks about things we can do because God has given us the ability to think, you know, what comes to mind, like um, Ephesians 3.20 that mm -hmm. says exceedingly abundantly far yep. above all that you can ask or imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, sound mind. all of those. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. All of those things that we have been given and we've never this program life by design not by default came about from the scripture that talks about living from the unseen the things that are unseen are eternal right the things that are seen are temporary right. and we spend all of our energy and most of our prayers praying about the stuff we see hmm. and so i begin to that's exactly what I did. Hmm. Wonder what that means. <laughs> right. How, how do you live from the unseen? How do you, because we're supposed to be living from the spirit out, right. not from the natural. Right. And so we're supernatural beings. It's mm -hmm. natural to be supernatural. And so how do we do that? And imagination is one of the gifts that I've discovered in this whole quest to understand how to teach people to live, develop, I call it developing spiritual intelligence so that I can live and co-partner with God and create a life on purpose wow. and not be submitted to the way that the world system is. How do we do that? How do we increase our faith? How do we use the tools that he's given us? I have never been so excited about anything and that this has happened in the last five years. Wow. It's been a lifetime, but uh -huh. all of this pulled together in the last uh -huh. five years. Wow. That is amazing. You know, co-partnering co with God because <laughs> he already designed our life to be amazing. And sometimes we're the ones putting the limits on it when Absolutely. we're in doubt and we're in fear. And um, but with him, like you said, it's beyond the natural. <laughs> it's yes. supernatural. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. So for those who are going through that struggle to 
to see, to design, to realize how much better they can be or move from this level of limits to that boundless level? What are one or two tips you can share with them? Well, if Ephesians that you that you quoted is true, that it's beyond all that we can ask or think, let's think bigger. Yes. Let's think bigger than you have. Instead of saying, how could this happen? I don't understand. What if it could happen? Beautiful. And ask, what, what, what if it could? What if I could do what is in my heart? Who do you think put it there? <laughs> oh, who do you think you put the wow. gifts inside of you? Who do you think that put the passions inside of you? It wasn't to frustrate you. Right. And the other thing that I want to mention right now, it's coming up in my spirit, is, okay. is the idea of a treasure. Hmm. Because the, discovering the treasure that's in you. Beautiful. And it's not hidden from you. It's hidden for you. Wow. Do you ever play hide and seek with a little kid? Yes. And you hide <laughs> so they can find you. Uh-huh. You don't hide so they can't. So they it's impossible for them to find you. And the same thing is true for God. He's put these things available for us. Wow. And there is something in us that likes the quest. Mm -hmm. And so he's hidden them for us. And so and understand that there's more in you than you've ever imagined wow. and allow yourself to say, what if, and if you want to talk more and learn all the rest of this, let me know. I've got a workshop coming up. I'm not sure when this is airing, but I will have them and there will be, and they're free. So there's resources wow. available for you to learn more. So just contact me. Wow. That is so beautiful. <laughs> yes, we'll definitely take advantage of that and include that in the show notes and um, all the comments section for when we post this out there. But thank you so much for sharing that. So do you want to talk a little bit more about what you do, how often and how folks can find you? Sure. My website is the easiest way and it is the letter I vibrantliving.com. Um, and I have a lot of several free workshops that are available and you can check those out. There is a schedule, uh, a free consultation or a chat with me. You can do that too, to learn more about the resources. I have a free book on the homepage. There's all kinds of stuff, podcast link, blog, all of it's there. So um, check it out. Beautiful. <laughs> I will check it out and I encourage everyone to check it out as well. But thanks for sharing so much value with us today on this episode of the True Elegance podcast. And as we wrap it up, I just want to give you a chance for any closing comments. Believe it's possible. All things are possible. If only we believe. Yes. Yes. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> All things are possible to her and him that believes thank you so much donna for My being pleasure. an amazing guest on the show today and we'll be sure to keep in touch sounds good thank you be sure to subscribe so you'll be the first to be notified of every new episode 
leave a review and share this podcast with that elegant lady in your life. This is a space where we can come together to empower and inspire each other and live feeling elevated and enlightened. See you in the next episode.